Can we get a no, sound? No, let's get a little. All right. Wait. I, that going, that'll catch it, eh? Enough? Mics? I don't I think so. I told you, dude. I have no idea. Um, so Fresh in from Costa Rica. Today, we are joined by our good friend, Cody Hicks. Hey, guys. Um, okay, we're going a little bit backwards here. I'd also like to say we're on Too Many Jams. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> With all from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences. We hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. Uh, this episode brought to you by Riss and Rye. Uh, Cody, where's your uh, where's your bracelet, dude? Well, first of all, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, funny story about the bracelet. I was just in Costa Rica for a few weeks. Not a big deal. And uh, I brought the bracelet with me to try and take some like photography for your, uh, your social accounts. Very thoughtful, very and, thoughtful. And uh, the very first excursion I did, which was like rappelling down waterfalls, the uh, rope got wrapped around my wrist, and so I thought I was going to lose a hand, but luckily it just took off the the bracelet as well as actually my GoPro attached to my wrist. Is the GoPro gone too? Well, the GoPro got ripped mm. off and fell about 100 feet to the bottom of the waterfall, almost smoked the guy in the face, but luckily he saw where it landed, and so he was able to recover the GoPro. But he wasn't able to catch your bracelet? No, the bracelet's gone. Wow. So it's safe to say that that bracelet saved your hand? Yeah, something like that. You know, as they say at Wrist and Rye, better to lose a bracelet than a hand. <laughs> that, that, that should be your new slogan. I like that a lot. Um, no, I would rather you lose your hand. Call it wrist protection. <laughs> <laughs> no, those bracelets are valuable. Hand, you can always get another one, right? Yeah, you get a gold one, like Jamie Lannister. Yo! Mm. That's some swagoo right get there. Get into some gold. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm in a weird mood today. How are you guys feeling? I feel weird. Uh, I feel uh, pretty normal. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> I feel like I could get a little elevated. So I don't know about you guys. Like kind of elevated, like uh, like a little platform, like a little small step ladder. Uh, more like a, a state of mind. State of mind, like deep meditation, you know, access different levels of consciousness. Like what are we talking about here? No, I just want to smoke some weed. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right to it. I actually okay. brought a little bit uh, here. So this is uh, family grown. Uh, I actually have an aunt who's been uh, since 1017 uh, growing some crops in her basement. And so she gave me this. Uh, 1017, is that some sort of like police code word for No, it's weed? October 17th. Yeah. That's uh, right, right, when right. it was legalized. Uh, yeah. So like. I knew that, yeah. On 1017, <laughs> uh, you can now grow four plants per household legally. And, okay, so right before 1017, that lady never touched a plant in her life. Yeah, sure, we'll say that. <laughs> so so it was a weed-free existence, and then 1017, boom, four plants. Erected. Just, just, just popped sprouting. up. Just yeah. erected right from the ground. Okay. Exactly. We're instantly smokable now. <laughs> and and what what has she named this strain of weed? Uh, we're calling it Hicks Herbs. Hicks Herbs. Well, did they did we say your last name yet on this? Uh, no, my last name is Hicks. Boom. So. <laughs> They're not just like a bunch of hillbillies. Yeah. Like, Hicks Herbs. Yeah. I like it. You I know, like it that too. must be a fun part of, uh, of post-1017 is uh, coming up with fun and uh, interesting names for your for your marijuana plants yeah well, i mean the big companies aren't really doing it they're just sticking with the standard names so you gotta leave it up to the small guys to get uh, creative with it <laughs> uh 
Yeah, I'm so, gonna go ahead. And so what what uh, what type is this? Is, this is a indica. So this saying? is a sativa heavy or blend. So uh, it's more of a like daytime energetic high. Uh, you'll still be functional. A good way to remember the difference between the two. So there's indica and sativa. Indica will put you into couch. Okay. So it's what you want to smoke before you want to go to bed. Uh, if you want to f- fall asleep, if you just want to become a coach, m- literally melt into the couch and watch yeah. TV. That's what it's good for. Sativa is good for uh, daytime. What's still so want to be functional. Uh, nothing for sativa. Okay. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> in there. I, I only, yeah, I, I only learn things through rhyme. So I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll try that. and come up with a rhyme for you. For okay. Sativa. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give this a smoke. Okay. You're going to smoke okay. this. Personally, yeah. not really a weed guy. Um, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I can partake, but I respect it. I respect it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, I like the idea of it. Like we've all been, I think, in university if, or high school. Like if you haven't smoked weed in Canada, I don't even think you're Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely been there, done that. But uh, as right now, it just doesn't. It's just not in my. Uh, it's not in my mo. Actually, the main reason I brought this is because I wanted to recreate that. Um Elon Musk on the Joe Rogan podcast that Dude, last time I There you have it. The Elon Musk, last time I smoked a joint, I threw up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like you greened out? Yeah, man. I gotta yeah. Do a, I gotta go to work after this. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little taste. Just a taste. A little bit of Hicks herb. <laughs> exactly. Um this is gonna be too many jams first. It is totally legal. Yeah. But uh I uh, guess I'm gonna musk it. Taste. Yeah, I gotta work after this too. Just a taste. And I got a date. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it has more CBD than THC. Well, not more CBD, but it's more of a CBD blend as well. So as uh, well okay. as the sativa, the THC yeah. levels aren't that high. It has higher CBD levels. I basically butterfly kiss that man. Like, like I couldn't. I just took little, little like a, like a first timer. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like, I was uh, I was I was afraid. Last time I hit a joint after a bar. Didn't drink much at the bar. Was being a responsible guy. Drove home with a buddy. He wanted to rip a joint before walking home, and I just stood with him. He's like, he's like, you want to puff? I was like, yeah, I'm going to bed. What's the worst that can happen? Turns out you can green out for three hours <laughs> and puke into your garbage can on the side of your bed. Um, That's funny. The spins. That's always the yeah. worst. Immediately, like did I had. You, uh, did you have the blindness? The blindness? Yeah, that's another side effect of greening out. Is sometimes you can like lose your vision, like temporarily. Oh my god! No, if I did, that would have been no. Like this was what it was. This is how I explained it. I went out for a buddy's birthday, and I had something to do the next day, so I left at like one o'clock. Didn't drink too much. Yeah. Cabbed home with a buddy who had the same deal. He smokes weed. I don't smoke weed. He's hitting a joint, and uh, I'm like, he's like, "Do you want to puff?" I'm like, "Sure." Like thinking, what is like? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with to go to bed. What's, what's one with- big puff gonna do to me? And it didn't hit right away. I went upstairs, brushed my teeth, cleaned my face, got on my jam jams, tucked myself into bed, immediately started spinning. I guess it takes about 15 minutes to get there. Yep. And I, I had an awful night. I absolutely sorry, sorry to that hear that. Sounds terrible. Yeah, but uh, hey, hopefully uh, Hicks. Hicks Herbs. Hicks Herbs won't do that to me right Different now. Different experience. Yeah. Cody, Cody is a big weed advocate. Uh, can tell from his from a straight oh, yeah. keep your rapping. mic up keep your mic up got the branding on uh ad what, can what is ad can so it's the first online publisher uh that specializes in marketing and advertising news in the cannabis industry so if you think like ad weekly or ad age like those are very popular um publications for advertising and marketing news but they're kind of just broad 
So I had the idea um, to do, it started out as me wanting to start like an agency that specialized in doing marketing for cannabis companies because they're all kind of clueless right now because it things just started. Like the legalization just happened. The laws are still in flux. They're really, uh, really cracking down on uh, advertisements that are going against the laws. So you have to be creative and not get caught. And so I was doing some research on like what existed in that space already. And I came across an article about Snapchat and how they're the only social media platform that allows uh, advertisements for cannabis companies. No shit. And the publisher of that article was AdCan. And so I did a little bit of research into it and it turns out it's just one guy. He like just graduated from uh, college. He'd been working uh, in the industry for Weed Maps for this, a couple of years. This is sounding very similar to uh, to another story of yours about how you got that job at Turnstile. Kind of. Okay, but okay, let's, <laughs> but, 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 let's but anyways, finish this. Yeah, and we'll yeah, go back. yeah, yeah. Sorry, we'll yeah. go back to Turnstile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I reached out to him, just being like, "Hey, like I have some uh, content ideas. I think what you're doing is a, a really great idea. Like, can I write for you?" So I wrote a couple articles. <laughs> this sure. is your fucking routine. Right? Oh, man. I mean, it worked the first time, so I figured That's why not try true. it again. So I wrote a couple articles for him, and uh, he liked them a lot. And then, uh, long story short, fast forward a few months, he just took a job with a like a big LP. So it's a licensed producer. It's like one of the uh, companies that grows weed and sells it to the government. Oh, shit. But it's called a licensed producer. It's called a licensed producer. Okay. But part of his contract was that, like, I guess part of his job application was he was mentioning like what we've done with AdCan mm-hmm. and they were really impressed. And it's funny cause he started the idea as just like an award. Like, so in 2018, like end of 2018, they did the AdCan or he did the AdCan awards where he just like crowd sourced a voting for like best agency of the year, best company of the year, best social media, best branding. This is one guy. Just one guy. Insane. Yeah. And he's like three years younger than me too. Oh, I love that. Love yeah. it. And so, uh, yeah, he did all of that by himself and these companies loved it. Like he was getting huge traffic to all social media channels, website, like these companies were just eating it up, not knowing that it's just one guy. Wow. Are we outing him right now or like, do they know now? No, they, well, they found out like, that's like part of his interview process was he was talking about it. They loved it, but they said, you can't do ad can anymore. Who's, who said that? Like the god of weed? No, like one of the people who was talking to him there at the company. So why, what was the reasoning? Uh, just because it was conflict of interest. Oh, so are you going to run it? Well, that's what happened. He's just like, I can't do this anymore. I need you to be the face. What? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> craziness. Wait, what? wait, what? So wait, what was the conflict of interest? Conflict Sorry, of interest is that like the awards gave an award to them for their branding work. Yeah. yeah. Before he was working for them. Shouldn't have given him a hit of that joint before this. It's gonna this is gonna be all day. I'm already confused. <laughs> okay. Um where were we? Who are you? I'm Cody. Cody, Cody, nice to meet you. CEO Trav. of AdCan. Oh no. Oh. Okay, so this is such a you story. Uh except this one happened a lot quicker. But So I, wait, you're you're the man in charge at AdCan right now. Yeah, I'm calling the shots. No way. Congrats. I love it. Thank you. I mean it's not like we're making any money right now. Who who makes that? What? Who makes money? Uh, legitimate Money's businesses? Hard to come by. Yeah, no. Dude, you don't, it's close, you don't need to make money. Right now, I'm uh, taking the website and moving it from Squarespace to WordPress so that there's more customizability. Money? And then I can start monetizing it. Interesting. Okay. Well, can we? So, can we now rewind to that story of how you got your last job, which is one yeah. of the more unique things 
I've heard. Yeah. Especially, I don't know who taught you that. No one, like I've never heard about doing this before, but it's like proactive. It's almost a little bit like pestery a bit. You should almost like write a book about it. Yeah. Just kind of perfect this technique you got here. Yeah. Start writing like uh, advice books on can, so, how to get jobs. So you worked for, yeah. uh, we're all in this, so I'll bring up a couple points that you can touch on in this interview, but yeah. we're all in the same fraternity. A guy in our fraternity, an alumni, started a business, and you ended up working for him and going through a sale of that business and everything, but can you take us through how you got that job, your Cody Hicks patented job Yeah, I, just, I willed it into existence, uh, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so the company was called Turnstile. Uh, yeah. Devin Wright founded it. I think he had already founded it while we were still in school, because I remember hearing early ideas about it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it started out, like the first time I heard it, it was an idea, like the Wi-Fi platform, but you put it in meeting rooms and you could tell who attended meetings and like send out like emails to everyone who attended that meeting. That's how it started, like a software that could just automatically tell who's on the Wi-Fi? I think it was a hardware at first that they built, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was a hardware as well that you had to connect to the router. So they were all over the place in the beginning. And then really it started with Devo had a band with Devo Devin Wright. Devin yeah. Wright had yeah. a band with Matt Hunter, another guy, another Ivy guy, same year. Like they were best friends. Okay. Um, they were in a band. Like they made a very wide variety of music. I don't know if you've heard anything by them. It's, yeah. What was their band called? It's called Natural Animal. Yes. <laughs> I remember it. Yeah. Devo does all the vocals. Uh, you should definitely give it a listen. I picture like Russell Brand. Like th like that's the type of vibe I get from from Devo. Or yeah. No, from a yeah Devo in a band called what was it Natural Natural Animal. So you're <laughs> you're picturing like Russell Brand and get him to the Greek. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty accurate. Okay. Cool. Minus the the British accent. He is pretty much the non-British Russell Brand. I feel like. Yeah. A lot of similarities in hair length and like weird eye hair. contact and like being able to seduce very, very, seduce women. Very charismatic. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. Cool. So. I'm lost again. Yeah, let's get back on track. So they started this company and then I reached out to them in, I think it was 2015. So like when I was doing that uh, victory lap, living in the house. You lived at the frat house for a year, not even in school. Yes. How how insane of a move. You're just like, yeah. Rents rent was cheap. and You worked. You had a I, job. I had a job. But you lived at a frat house and worked a, a normal job. Kind of a Kind of an odd move, but you pulled it off without complaint. Yeah. It wasn't the worst. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the worst place I've ever lived. Where have you lived worse than that? I uh, remember the place I lived before that where we had like a crackhead move in. What? No. Where was this? Oh, that's a long story. It was uh, 320 Princess. Remember we had that big house right beside Stanley Park? No. I don't think I was ever there. Yeah, I, we had a party there. I definitely was you there. You guys came to. Yeah, no, but I can't remember your house. Yeah. And wait, you had a crackhead move in? Yeah, he was a friend of a friend who ended up taking some... Uh, I remember bad, this bad, bad paths. I remember this actually. I've heard this story. Yeah, but well, like that's, that's very okay. Vaguely. That's a long story. We're getting yeah, sidetracked side again. Anyway, so I reached out to them uh, after I saw that they had a partnership with Subway because I thought that that was a pretty big deal. Like you saw Turnstile or the Bandit? Turnstile. Oh, fuck. or you yeah, saw I Subway? Went too far forward. So <laughs> Dude, your herbs. And, your and herbs. All, yeah, the herbs are <laughs> herbs are working. <laughs> They came up with the idea because they were a band and they wanted to reward people who went to their shows. So they built like this device that would connect to the router and if you signed onto the Wi-Fi, then like they'd know that you came to the shows and they'd be able to like uh, give you rewards for coming 
to their shows and being a loyal fan. It's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the bars they did it at, somewhere on Queen Street, I can't remember the name, uh, he ended up being the the man the guy who owned the place like saw what they were doing and asked if like he could have it like he wanted to keep the device because he wanted to use it for like I can't believe they invented a device like that just for themselves like they're like oh (laughs) we're just gonna use this let's just invent like a proprietary technology and just like use it at our shows not even like we're gonna sell this just like even know where to begin they like hacked a router and made it like do this yeah no totally Rob you just hacked. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't those oh, okay. it wasn't just those two. They had help from a guy named Chris who uh, he was an engineer, same mm-hmm. year as them, Western. He was actually working at Apple at the time, and then when he heard, ever heard of it, yeah, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when he heard the idea, he he was intrigued, so he came back home to Toronto and helped them. Okay, with the tech. So, so is that why it's called Turnstile? Like a little music related? Yeah, where's the name? The Turnstile, I think. They came up with it like it's never been really confirmed but you know like when you go through one of those like metal things that spin and oh. counts how many people because that's the that's original idea that, yeah that's a turnstile oh I, th- I was thinking like a dj no wait that would also be applicable what are these metal things you're talking about like a turnstile so like you know when you're going into like a j or the chase games used to have them like things that would turn when, like you, when you get on your the subway ticket. are you going to like yeah. you walk through like something a, that counts yeah. how many people go through something yeah yeah okay or enter a venue and then that was the original that, idea was to count how many people were coming to their okay. show that makes a lot more sense yes yeah okay and then it kind of just kept evolving from there into basically wi-fi systems for small businesses yeah. to track who comes on get their information and then kind of like Tim Hortons or Starbucks yeah. where you like, everyone's give, using stuff like you that. give like a piece of contact info and then they send you messages with like coupons and stuff yeah they want your emails they want your email or a phone subscription number. list yeah but go back to subway you're talking you saw that they had subway yeah like, I love subway yeah that's that was in, so that's fast forwarding to 2015 they signed subway and then uh, I reached out to them said I thought their idea was great. Their website was pretty good, but I also noticed that uh, their blog had a lot of spelling and grammar mistakes. And so being like basically a glorified English degree major, like I was good at spelling and grammar and offered uh, some pro bono um, revisions for their blog. Pro bono, more like you, you, Pro put it put it on it. It wasn't like they're like, hey, can you do this pro bono? You're yeah, like, hey, no, I, I volunteered. Hey, yeah, hey I've, I've made here is pro bono it. work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were sending them blogs or rewrites of their blogs. Just rewrites of their blogs. Okay, rewrites of their bro- to blogs. To start, and did they have an in-house writer at the time? No, not really. They had one marketing guy. Well, Who? they had a marketing guy and a graphic designer, and he was like, like, I'll write the blogs. Yeah, he was doing everything pretty much. And blogs for point. like SEO purposes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's always what why it you have a blog, to. yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, it's good for sharing, builds an audience, helps uh, generate leads. Yeah. Blogs oh. are pretty crucial if you want to be noticed on the internet. So how does uh, how does a company take it when you've essentially re- rewritten some of their marketing material and sent it back at them? Well, it's funny because the first time I actually met the marketing manager, so the only guy who's doing everything, yeah. his name was Bennett. So after like sending them a few weeks worth of revisions, I went to, they had an open house. Uh, and so I went to the open house and I met him. And I remember the first thing he said, he's like, oh, you're that fucking guy who's been sending me all those edits. <laughs> Okay, so then how do you translate that exact attitude into a job there? I don't know. I just won him over. told him that I really wanted to work there. I'd I'd do whatever 
it took to like join whatever. there full time. Not whatever. And how many like, people <laughs> did they have working with them at that time? They had like fifteen, maybe. So hiring yeah. a new person was a huge thing. Like like a five percent total addition to yeah like net like all staff and they also like were barely making any money at that point like they had subway but how was pretty much shit. yeah like how much money are they making off a sandwich like i really think they got to be making only one or two bucks per no per at loaf. that time it's so it's a monthly subscription which is nice because you got that i'm, ta- I'm talking about just subway's sandwich like how much money subway making oh subway's probably making a lot <sighs> i know they sell a lot of sandwiches but like come on a six dollar with all those materials on there did the did the hardware eventually turn into a software? Yeah. Or for all these play like because they weren't going around installing this hardware at all the subways that they were a part of, right? No. Well, eventually we got big enough that the hardware producers noticed us and like noticed the amount of um, routers that we were selling because we were also. So were you? Did you have? Did you create these routers to manufacture them, or were you? Were they still like in the beginning? kind of rewiring them so that they were in the work. beginning they were definitely hacking it together you had yeah. to like manually load up we would buy routers and then we would load something onto them and then send them out interesting so that ended up being pretty costly but eventually we were able to generate partnerships with the actual hardware uh, producers mm-hmm. so that they would preload all of our software onto their router before they sent them out Interesting. Yeah, this is so cool. So, is it was it totally legal to just rewire a router and sell it to somebody? I think so. Cool. No, I like that. So you pestered them. You just hounded them. Um, and when they brought you on, did you have to start like as an internship? Yeah. So I did uh, six months completely unpaid. It's like <sighs> that's the first, the first meeting I had with them. Was like they asked me, "Can you do graphic design?" And I said, "No, not at all." They said, "Okay, oh, that sucks because we could pay you a little bit if you knew graphic design." Because we need to hire a graphic designer, mm-hmm. but uh, I would have just said yes and learned. I think they did pay for my <laughs> uh, Metro Pass and they paid for lunches. That's like basically buying you a car and you have a cafeteria. Yeah, tell us about the about what the uh, the office was like. You know, like what the sort of the culture. Because I remember you talk about that all the time. Like it's a shame you guys never got to see the office. It was so cool. Like it was really open concept. It, like pretty much like just one big U. Yeah. Uh, so we had one half of the U that was all desks. Like that was the business side of the office. Uh, and then the middle part of the U was the kitchen and then bathroom. Uh, there's only two bathrooms, which was kind of hard in the once the company got bigger. <laughs> uh, and then the other part of the U was the games room. So we had a bathroom in there, uh, a jukebox which was like connected to surround sound speakers throughout the whole room, uh, ping pong table, pool table, foosball table, dartboard, and then TV with an N64. They just set up a frat house. <laughs> half frat house, half business. And Two toilets, same as a frat house. <laughs> <laughs> did you say Devo would always walk around barefoot? Dude, he's Russell Brand. Yeah, he would walk around barefoot one time, actually a couple times you'd walk around without pants on because it was so hot. <laughs> like. Like just boxers? Yeah, just in his boxers. Russell Brand. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Crazy company. And all they so he was a young guy. They started it just out of school. Yeah. And you were there for how many years before things got sold? I started like fall of twenty sixteen, unpaid, and then we got sold 
check my notes here. Uh, You're checking scratch pad yeah. over there. Spring 2017. Oh, dude. Okay. So like a year and a half. So you went from 15 companies, got hired on as an intern, uh, did well enough in the six months. I used that's a long internship. Yeah. And you provided enough value that they're like, we're gonna pay for you. Was there times where you didn't know if you'd get it or like, like how was well, that was, six months? It was tough because I had to work two other jobs in order to survive. Like <laughs> two other work. jobs at the same time as that yeah, internship. There were two other part-time jobs. So like one of them was working for BoatSmart. Have you guys ever heard of yeah, the- Yeah, uh, got my license. Boat license, yeah. So like I did trade shows for them on weekends. Oh, okay. Just to get people to like sign up at the show. I was the insurance guy. So I just get them to like fill out insurance quote forms because I was the only educated person. They All right. <laughs> yeah, Boatsmart's not exactly pulling from like the elite. No, they're based in Peterborough. Okay. Like nothing against Peterborough? Yeah. No, nothing against Peterborough. <laughs> but I was the only person who went to uh, university. Okay, whatever, dude. All right. And then uh, I also was a snowboard instructor. All right. I, you didn't need a university degree for that either? No, no. I was working with high school students. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. I think Kev did some of that. It's a pretty sweet job. My brother's doing it now. Or uh, lifting, lifting. Oh, you're lifty. Uh, yeah. Do you guys look down on the lifties a little bit when you, you know, when you're instructors? No, I feel bad for them. They don't get to move. They just freeze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so cold. Yeah. Remember that, that remember the one day I was day just thinking north? about that. That one day we were up there. What did it hit? I think it hit like minus 20 or 30. Anyway. It was insane. We barely lasted out there going down the hills. Like there was lifties out Li- there the entire day. Absolutely yetied up Michelin suit. Only like a slit of his face showing. Didn't move. Totem pulled it for like three hours. <laughs> Nail. Um, okay, go yes. back. Let's go back. Uh, where were we? So, so you had the two jobs, and uh, we're talking about so spring 2017 is when uh, Turnstile got sold. Yeah. And so between what happened with that acquisition? Well, between inter- Oh, sorry. Just be, I just no, just lift it up a little bit more. A little closer. Yeah. Uh, between <laughs> you threw me off there. No, no. Uh, between the internship and the sale, like I worked my way up, got more responsibility. Uh, was my, I think my final title was, title was content marketing manager. So like I was managing like all of our public facing content, like web, uh, marketing content, sales content, everything. Cool. And then as soon as we got acquired, how many employees had it grown to at that point? Like really around thirty. Okay, cool. Double, yeah. double wow. in size. Yeah. And then uh, right after we got acquired. So we got acquired for 27 mil Canadian. For 30 employees? Yep. Craziness. Uh, I had a little bit of equity. Did you know? That was part of the internship as well as they gave me equity. Right. They're like, we're for free. We'll give you some equity. Yeah. Wild. So I had 0.5%. There's no way I can do that math. Actually, yes, I can. Do the math. Oh, a little over 100,000. No. No? Oh, 0.5%. I did... I did 5%. Oh. Okay, like 12,000 something. Something like that. Dude, mental math. The Hicks Herbs <laughs> lubricating the math exactly. gears up here. Did I, did I get there? Was it, was it like 12, 13,000? 13, I'm clicking the wrong button. You can't so even work a calculator. calculator. Anyways, <laughs> you, were, you were pretty close, I think. Uh, so, but part of the acquisition. 13,500. Fuck, that took you a while. <laughs> <laughs> I was clicking the wrong buttons. I blame Cody, man. Yeah. Part of the acquisition, though, too, is that uh, they wanted to bring everybody on. Like, they wanted us to stick around. Oh, shit. So, did you do that? 
Yeah, well, they offered a pretty nice incentive to stick around for at least a year. Okay, so you took it. Oh, yeah. And you helped them transition. Yeah. What was the company that acquired you, sorry? I don't it was know Yelp. That? Yelp, never heard yeah. of that. Yeah. That's a huge fucking company. Yeah, pretty big. Okay, cool. So they had some change to throw at you guys. Yeah. Um, they said they weren't going to change a lot, but they changed a lot. And then you left. After a year. And then... Uh, all from just pestering a digital marketing guy. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's where it all started. Devo, and Devo stuck with them as well, like still Devo's, leading the company? Devo's still there, yeah. He's done well for himself there. At Yelp? Yeah. Now he's managing like all of their uh, business... Uh, initiatives so like, like just much. business development like when they acquire other things exactly like awesome. they're trying to they're really trying to build out their digital offering sorry does everyone get their fucking garbage taken out at the same time it's all i'm hearing is like i hope the mics aren't picking all this up i think we'll be good cool but uh so devin's still working there two years after acquisition three years two years after acquisition this will be two years after acquisition and you like was it weird when you pulled shoot on that or was he like understanding of you leaving kind of everybody left around then okay so <laughs> <laughs> you just watch all of his friends disappear Thanos, yeah. Thanos style and they, they <laughs> <laughs> Yelp was pretty much the snap Yelp yeah. was straight up Thanos on that <laughs> well I mean fast forward a year later and the product is no longer uh, being offered oh they bought it and buried it pretty much really they, why what's what's their uh, reasoning behind that I just don't think it was generating as much as they anticipated. The competition got a lot better in that area. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. They're kind of divided, but I'm not really supposed to talk about it. Okay. okay. Then let's definitely not talk about so, it. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah. So you but actually, one funny, fun thing that I uh, left out there was post-acquisition, uh, Devo and Chris. So they were the two co-founders. Chris was the tech guy. Cool. They paid for the whole team to go out to Vegas for a weekend. Unreal. No way. Did you go? Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> like expenses, mean, flights. They paid flights, uh, like meals, parties. Like we did a pool party where apparently they dropped like 20 grand. That's what happens when you make 27 million in one <laughs> go. They had like two magnums of vodka brought out with like the letters turnstile, like all the girls holding a letter. We had like two private villas with I a hot tub. I'm Wolf of Wall Street, like when they first start making money, you know yeah. that scene in the pool? <laughs> Yeah. Quaaludes? Pretty much. No quaaludes. It's oh, a shame. That would have been fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's unreal. So, I, like, cool story is, I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe you. Um, Just got to persevere. Yeah, it's like, it's not... Show initiative. Yeah, like, it, but it's not common. It's like a mix between... You know how Blake, remember Blake Fly, how he talked about the uniqueness of just appreciating someone and yep. thanking it, how it, how it stands out? Mm -hmm. I think j just as few people would think to do that. Uh, completely. And I feel like the people that do are usually stupid or bad. Like mm -hmm. anyone that reaches out like with stuff like that usually does a poor job from what I've seen. And they just are like, that's the only way they get anything is by like pestering people. Yeah. But you just did it. Like you're, you just did it as a normal guy. Like you wrote good stuff for them, obviously. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of knew what I was talking about. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't too hard to learn everything about Wi-Fi marketing because it didn't really exist. So like, it was an easy opportunity to kind of try and make yourself an expert in something without really having studied it for too long. Crazy, and you learned all, a lot of stuff, I'm guessing, being that close to the founders. Yeah. And now you have a pretty cool resume. Like, you're part of a startup. 
a sale. Yep. Like, but basically everything you need to ever talk about in a resume again, but you didn't go and get a job. You did the same routine again, found something you're interested, targeted right at them and got yourself a company. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about ad cannon, like your plans for, you know, moving forward with them as a well, the head on show. Yeah. So, I mean, number one goal is to start making money. Really? Uh, it's easier said than done. Uh, once the new websites launched, which I'm hoping to have done by the end of this month, uh, I'm learning that web development is not something that you can just uh, learn on the fly. No, you don't think so? I mean, if you're using something basic like Squarespace or yep. like Wix. Right here. Yeah. Baby. I actually like I like your website and I think Squarespace is great. Well, Riss and I have paid a coder to do. Yeah. Squarespace is great if you just want to have like a basic website with not a lot of pages. Too many jams website. I thank yeah. you very much. But it's, Adcan is a blog. Like there's almost a hundred articles that I have to move over from Squarespace oh. to WordPress. Okay. But it's going to make it better for SEO. It's going to allow me to like space out the pages properly so I can add like banners for advertising, sell ad space. And you're just doing all this yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Why don't it, you find a Chris like uh, Devo did? and get him to move home from whatever he's doing and make you 27 million in three to five years. Uh, I don't know, because I'm believing in myself. <laughs> okay, I'd rather, I think I'd put more faith in Chris, but. I mean, I well, I, like I learned a little bit of, at least I learned web management with Turnstile, because like I managed the website by myself. It was a WordPress website. It okay. Was, it was built for me, but like I made a lot of changes on my own. Like I could swap out pages yeah, and WordPress is one of those ones where, like, I was kind of just joking there. You, there's so many YouTube videos exactly. for everything you, you can need learn, to do. You can learn anything from the internet. I remember playing around with WordPress at the beginning when I was trying to choose the site to or the uh, yeah. You were telling like me how host, hard it was, and it was it was much more difficult than Squarespace. Squarespace is just like a nice drag and drop. But like, if I had the time on my hands, the, like you said, there's tons of yeah. tutorials okay. you can dive into. But so you're you're gonna spend a little time making this website. You're gonna make your money selling ad revenue, and then are you also gonna write their blogs, set up like these like voting and awards, and yeah, you're just gonna be like a mini cannabis like news source. Pretty much, I'm hoping to get an intern for the summer that I can. Another you, like a few years back. <laughs> exactly, dude, you're a unicorn. Listen, like <laughs> equity. I don't know. Maybe MIT is still uh, still making some beauties. I know I just rare I from from someone who's like I've been running a business where I'd love it if some guy just came out and was like yo willing to work for free and I'm, and I'm good I get a lot of willing to work for freeze and yeah. then you can you're like oh okay I see why maybe but with you if you're like willing to work for free educated these like I've been writing some shit I'd hire that you know something we don't yeah I um, mean all you got to do is offer some equity that's <laughs> I know because then I don't know I think it's going to be an interesting experience. Maybe MIT has programs like Humber and George Brown where they, uh, you put up a job board and they do. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, uh, does Adcan already have like quite a bit of a following then from the yeah. previous history with the awards? I think we have and like almost 2000 followers on Instagram. Not bad. Yeah. That's like robbing me combined. That's been all Colin though. So he's the, uh, the other co-founder, his niche is social media for sure. Okay, so you're gonna grow this thing. You're basically like it's not that crazy that I gave you control of this. It's no, still I've, really early I've been, stage. I've been doing a lot. Yeah, like I registered the business. Uh, like you're you're founding it. Yeah, you're doing like yeah. He he kind of did some marketing buzz, got a little bit of a thing, got hired, and now you're coming in there and you're gonna make a company out of it. Yep. 
exciting. Are you scared? I mean, there's not a whole ton of uh, risk here. Sure, I'm paying like hosting and like theme fees, but other than that, and like the Google Suite, it's not that expensive. Are you working other jobs? Yeah, so like I'm freelancing on the side. I started a creative business. It's called Cody Hicks Creative, just uh, so I can pay taxes through it. And, nice. uh, and what is Cody the CRA is actually one of our listeners, oh, so sweet. I, well, I keep that DL. I'm, well, I'm paying my taxes. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Uh, it's just doing like random marketing projects. Like I've done some one pagers, some Google ads, some Google banners, uh, Facebook ads, content website uh redesign through just like odd jobs like that yeah. stuff that you did you've done for devon that pretty, you can just pretty much stuff can that i've done at turnstile that uh people don't like if their team like doesn't really know how to do it like for example i've taken on a few social media projects which i think is ironic because i don't actually use social media for myself really yeah, fair but uh it's pretty easy from a business standpoint do you, do you just like schedule a bunch of photos and then write, rewrite the, pre, pre-write the captions and just hit it Yeah, automatic? so just like brainstorm some campaign ideas based on like what have worked for other companies, either in general or in the industry, copy it, and then, uh, yeah, do it a little bit better. Man, it's, cra- it's craziness, actually. Like your path is a little crazy, um, but it's cool. And it's very different than, I don't know, what I pictured you doing in... In I, I had no idea what I was going to do in university. I what, thought I was going to be a journalist. What was the first job you took when you were living at the frat house in your victory year? Uh, well, I did a couple odd jobs over the summer. Remember that summer we lived with all the pilots? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a wild summer, dude. That was a funny summer. Uh, yeah, the first job I did that summer was like the door-to-door yes. meat sales. Yes. Of You're what, willing to grind, service? Eh? I don't even remember. You're willing to bang it out. I needed money. That's a mo- that's a real motivator. I am starting to feel that these days, eh, Rob? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's usually the general motivator. Rob for and me. I moved five hundred boxes of textbooks the other day. <laughs> for, nice for a friend for money. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like you need money, right? I was like, yep. He's like two hundred fifty bucks. Move four pallets of textbooks from this room to another and organize them. It was a grind. It was a I was grind, worn my dude. Out. That I yeah. blew my back out. <laughs> there was so, you know what you know big a fucking pallet is. Yeah, like, Man, and I've, were, I've done some warehouse jobs. Oh, okay, of course oh, you yeah. have. Of course you have. But like the boxes, they're small too, so it's like you're moving a shit ton of these things. Well, they're they're like they're like five textbooks in a box. Yeah. So they also weighed like twenty five pounds. <laughs> Just a big day. Uh, anyway, sorry. Getting I'm, distracted. I'm hoping that my manual labor days are behind me. That's yeah. it's all mental labor. Well, that'd be nice. Um, what do you so? Where do you kind of see this going? Like, what what do you have? Do you have a little bit of a plan laid out, or you're like just in the trenches right now, building some foundation? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping long term goal AdCan takes off to the point where like I can go to that full time. Okay. But that's probably realistically not anytime soon. And cannabis is something you're passionate about? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's something that I, I am passionate about. Like I read about on my own, like I'm invested in it. Uh, I bought weed stocks back in 2016 actually. Okay. Oh, this is like pre that whole like last year when everyone was like, get into weed. Yeah. Did, no, it, it, ever, did it ever bubble like crypto did? Uh, did it not, ever come back down it, hard? It did. It came back down hard, but now it's coming back up. Rob, it's we didn't talk about this times. In, in your um, it's, market corner. It's very volatile, <laughs> but uh, it's been a great market to learn to trade in. Are you going to write on uh, an ad, ad can weed investing blogs? 
No, we don't really talk about investing. It's more marketing and advertising. You gotta stick to the niche. All right, Gotta dude. be on brand. Listen, what do I you know, what do I know? You know? I right. just It's uh, like saying wrist and rye, are you gonna sell rings? I do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you name it, I'll sell it. People people buy it? That's funny. Yeah, but man. Wrist and rye. I thought it'd be dope to have a wrist and rye tee. And they're like... Expand the brand. Expand the brand. And if somebody bought no jewelry, just that t-shirt, and someone's like, yo, where'd you get that tee? And they're like, wrist and rye. Money. And they have no idea that doesn't make any sense. That's all worth it to me. Yeah. What are you going to say, Kev? Do you even have a mic over there? I can flack and flip-flop, can't I? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it makes sense going both ways. Just do some craft whiskey. Set up a, a distillery in the backyard. If anyone Sell out there... Sell the bracelets. If anyone out there is, uh, you know, just opening up a whiskey distillation, like something small, hit me up. I got the wrist portion <laughs> of this business. Willing to offer equity if you work for free for six months and provide me a whiskey company. And I'm going to write blogs at you like Cody did. And it's going to work out great. Is that how you do it? Is that how, you, like, did I kind of sell myself like you sell uh, yourself A little to less people? direct. You okay. do it uh, more passive aggressively. Okay. More like send it written by letter in the mail. And, uh, and email works. Oh, email works. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll learn. I'll learn. Um, a little bit stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Ditto. Uh, Can you tell? I'm looking at your notes here. So we yeah. talked about, we talked about your whole story, where yeah. you're at, kind of where you're going. We haven't talked about your feelings throughout. Like, where what were like the checkpoints where like you had to like assess things? Did you have doubts? Like, did you have like lazy periods? Were you worried? Like, what? Like, can you can you like bring us through like that side of things? Sure. Well, I mean, in the beginning, uh, I was doubting that I was ever going to get paid. So it almost got to a point where I thought about looking for another job, mm. like near the end of the six months, because like they hadn't really made a proper offer they're just like oh we'll give you like preloaded credit cards <laughs> that's so whack man yeah like how much like a, like a thousand dollars and oh. they'd give me i think they said two a month that's pretty good yeah it's not bad but like yeah. you, can quit want, a, you can quit a part-time job yeah but i wanted like a salary and benefits you you, you didn't want a two prepaid visa <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted a real job. Yo, you're like taking your girl out on dates and stuff, and always you pay with. Well, I, was, I was also trying to move out of my parents' place, and like you no, can't pay your rent with prepaid visa, yeah. and like no landlord's gonna trust somebody who's an unpaid intern who's getting paid in prepaid visas. <laughs> <laughs> Try and sell yourself with that. Yeah, uh, I'd give the first and last months so you pull out four prepaid visas <laughs> on the table. This is wild. Okay. Yeah. So I was pretty sketched out then, but uh, everything just kind of worked out because they offered me full time, like right before September. And so I was able to also find an apartment because one of the guys at the company was moving out. Yeah. Him and his roommate had a, a squabble. And so he was moving out. A squabble? Yeah. Is that like when you fight playing scrub- scribbage? Uh, no, it's like... Uh, <laughs> scrabble. <laughs> Fancy way, fancy way to say Scrabble. they were scribbage. They were, <laughs> I don't think I said scribbage, dude. Fancy way to say they were beefing each other. Scrabble. Uh, I've just never heard that. Or sorry, squibble. Actually, squabble. <laughs> squabble. It's a word. It's a word. I've heard it before. Yes. When you get in a fight playing Scrabble. Scribbage. <laughs> Quidditch. Hicks herbs, everyone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, they got enough squabble. Yeah, uh, because it was actually Chris's apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. His girlfriend like pretty much moved in. 
Oh, okay. And uh, Anders. And that's not cool. Anders, the guy who was living with them, they're like childhood friends. Anders? I, like Anders. Like, Anders? Yeah, he didn't like to be called Durs, though. Didn't like to be called, like, Workaholic, one of the greatest shows. Yeah. Um, so that affected him, obviously. Yeah, so Chris moved out and cool. then asked if anyone needed a place to live. And it was like right after I got the full-time offer. Did he slide you any couple prepaid credit cards, you know, for your troubles or anything? No, he <laughs> did leave a mess for me to clean up, though, in his old room, though. He didn't even put up a prepaid credit card on top of that mess? Like, no. thanks for your... <laughs> like, you leave the room service? You should have. Cause... I'm only going to pay for things in prepaid credit cards from now on. I've never heard of that move, and I think it's well, unreal. Apparently, you can get it on points, so like... They were going to get them from like their credit card oh, points. Oh, absolutely you can. Yeah. Uh, so that's how they were able to get the money. They were really creative with how they spent money because they didn't get very much funding. They only got like right. $2 million. Where, where were they racking <laughs> yeah, up all these points do $2 million? From? <laughs> from their credit cards. Like the company credit card. And their company credit card was like Would four rack guys' points, credit yeah. cards. Um, yeah. Okay. Dude, I, yeah. You, you know, it, I even saw the benefits from running a small company through my credit card. Like at least like a trip every now and then yeah just on points and like it's a lot of this money was just money coming in and out things i'd pay for money that would that immediately come in like people paying me for shit or exactly imagine you had the ride part how many trips you'd be going on <laughs> points at least like, two dude <laughs> i think that's how they probably paid for a lot of our vegas flights oh 100 percent. they because we took shitty flights like spirit air uh no it was just like the red eye both oh ways. okay like 10 hours with, with layovers? No, and actually only one layover. Oh, that's bougie. Spirit. I think we stopped, over at, we stopped over in Utah on the way there, and our flight was delayed there, so we had to like spend a few hours in Jeez. Like, uh, Utah. Yeah. Don't even mm. know what to say about it. Never Utah. seen it. No image comes to mind. The only thing I know about Utah is there's a lot of Mormons there. Yeah, okay. Oh, I remember Sid talking about this. Yeah. What kind of like uh, geography do Mormons prefer? Like, is it mountains? Midwest. Midwest. Never heard of it. I don't know. I, can't, I say coastal, you know? Yeah. Miami, LA, New York. I don't think I've been anywhere else. Never been to BC? Hawaii. That's basically one big Hawaii. coast. Yeah, BC. I'm talking about like US. No, outside Canada. Yeah. Never been to the mid east. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, wouldn't really shit. Get we did a whole to. mid east trip. Yo. I wasn't on that road you, trip. You weren't on that road trip. No, yeah. I missed out. Um, yeah, we drove all the way down to Atlanta. We did we did West Virginia. North Carolina. Huh? Yeah, we did we did was it North or Carolina? Or South, Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina, West Virginia, Atlanta, Nashville, and uh Kentucky. Fuck. I don't know. That first one was not memorable, that first stop. The uh, first stop was Lexington. Lexington, Kentucky, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you weren't on that trip, but you were in SIGs with us. Yeah. How long did you live in the frat house for? Two years. Because you, you had a literal junkie move into your yeah. university home. Yeah, I was forced out of that one. You were forced out? <laughs> like, well, we did kind you of all know were. him before? No, not at all. I met him one time before he moved in, and he seemed okay. Yeah. So, like, are we talking actual crack, or is that a joke? Uh, no, I don't think he actually did crack, but he did DMT a lot. Oh, you just live with Joe Rogan. <laughs> you basically... <laughs> <laughs> Except less functional. <laughs> a less functional Joe Rogan. Yeah. Where do you, where do you get DMT? I don't know. I didn't talk to him. He also so. did some other stuff. Like, I remember we went into his room one time to look for a lighter. Cause he, like needles? And yeah, we found a box full of needles. Is that how you do DMT? I don't know. I don't know what he was using that for. Was I remember one time he Roids? told us. No. No? I don't know. Heroin. 
Maybe. Crack? Maybe injectable crack? We never really confronted him about it. We you all kind of just, f- just left. <laughs> uh, maybe he had diabetes or something. No. Oh. <laughs> There's like... like one of my roommates saw him cooking something with a spoon over the stove that's, top. That's heroin. So, yeah. yeah. That's heroin. Definitely heroin. So, you actually lived with... But I never confirmed. Like, I never saw him do it. Yeah, that's... You just eject out of that, I think. Um, so, good call. You moved into a frat house, which is, you're right, a step up. That is a step up. From heroin. Yeah. It's more just... I don't know. I'd say the step above of hair. <laughs> Not rock bottom? Not quite rock bottom. Yeah. Uh, it was gross, but also beautiful. Yeah. Like disgustingly dirty, but also a very nice old mansion. Uh, and we had a volleyball court. You made a rink. You were the... Dude. The rink master. Oh, yeah. yeah. The rink a lot God. of good times there. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was mostly positive. Honestly, people make a lot of jokes about living in a frat house. My mom cried when she moved me in there. Oh, because Mark left it so bad. She moved Mark. She moved his entire room out into yeah. the hallway for him because he was late getting back to move his stuff out. Classic. Had to climb through a window to open up his unit. Uh, he had a puppy in there that shit and pissed on the floor. <laughs> so there was shit and piss and my mom cleaned all this oh, man. and also condoms <laughs> between the bed <laughs> and the wall no your mom cleaned his condoms yeah yeah and also uh. found Merck's grad ring which had fallen under the radiator located a passport that was under everything she organized all wow. his files whose passport uh, I think it was Mark's oh. and he's just he'd been missing it or something um, and I don't blame Mark at all like if, if I'm going to clean my own room, like he was not, he, my, he didn't want my mom to clean his room. Yeah. My mom was just like, ah, let's do it. Climb through the window. We'll get him moved out. So it's not on him at all, but it's my mom. Definitely. <laughs> that all happened to her. <laughs> that poor woman. I know. She um, is such a saint. You, you should have seen the look on Mark's face when he got to school and he found out that she cleaned his room. He was like, no, like, <laughs> please tell me you didn't clean that. She's like, yeah, and, I, and he like came over to me. And he's like, dude, I'm like, I know, <laughs> I fucking know. Uh, but no, the living there was good. Like, we kind of um, we kept it. We kept it kind of in decent shape. Yeah, like, we had a good dynamic. Um, they just mean, done some renovations. It really wasn't that bad. But it's so hard. There's so much traction. People are in and out of there all the time. It's like the the perks of living there are you're you're around. You're like sort of the center of attention. Uh, for a 70 person friend group for a 70 person friend group exactly yeah you live there with like 9 10 other of your good buds and there's just always fun stuff going on so let's talk I see on your list you have some highlights oh yeah what are some of these frat house highlights because we haven't really relived the glory days yet on the pod well it's funny because I heard you guys talking about the Zed's Dead AP with uh, Smeets did we? yeah probably yeah Zed's Dead came back you guys talked about that for like quite a long time and did I was, we did we see the whole story about like us bouncing Zed's dead and yeah 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 I gotta pick it, with them it's on my insta if you go way back and it's funny because like I remember that night but like you guys were talking about how it went so smoothly and how it was such a great event and I remember like, it didn't the no it did opposite. but like I didn't go to the like there was the concert beforehand and I yeah. remember I had a couple buddies in town and I promised them that Zed's dead was gonna come AP at the house yeah and so uh, they agreed to help, like, set up the basement. So, like, we cleaned oh, the basement, shit. like, set up some garbage yeah. cans, got the kegs prepped and everything. So Did you give them some equity and cigs? Uh, I let them drink for free. <laughs> that's, base, that's our equity. That's yeah. all we have to offer. Yeah, exactly. And so we got the place all prepped and ready to go. And I remember I was working with Smeets to make sure that everything was set up. He was just stomping around. Yeah, just general barking orders. But uh, I remember I was in, the, like, the background of that. 
in the what like when in the booth area with no, them? that too and then afterwards i remember i rolled them a joint and we smoked it uh in the kitchen like right by the door do you think they could be uh like advocates for hicks herbs yeah or ad can that'd be cool or ad can actually like, also too uh fun fact i was in an oliver heldens music video in the background <laughs> why uh, no shit. just because i saw that did you said you write a bunch of blogs adam no <laughs> i just saw he posted on facebook that like uh he posted in the trc if you guys are members of that the no. rave community yeah there's, nice. there's always some, there's some quality uh, peace love unity respect there's always quality memes in there the, the first time i ever saw the plur thing was at veld like last year I've never seen it in person. Yeah. And you know, I got, I forget who I was with, but. I remember this. Do you remember this story? Yes. So we're walking, uh, I was with, um, okay, I remember who I was with, I was with Lauren. And we were walking to go ride the Ferris wheel, the two of us. And we see a bunch of people in there. They come up to us and like, they, pl- they plur us, right? You go, you put your hands together or something. Oh yeah. And they go, peace, love, unity, respect, or whatever. There's like a touch, you like touch, you like like touch each other's butts or something. <laughs> and then you transfer a bracelet. Oh, the candy bracelets. Yeah, right. I've seen those. But I didn't have a bracelet yeah. to give, so I gave a wrist and rye. <laughs> right? Because I had my, my jewelry on. So yeah. that's like, they got a fucking $40 value. Like, I don't know. They're like, yeah, it's got to be handmade. You have to, like, in order for it to be candy at a rave, it's got to be like handmade by you and all this stuff. Yeah. Or like transferred from somebody. And obviously, I make my own bracelets, right? So I was like, yeah, this actually, even though I sell these, like, technically, it's candy yeah. at a rave. So I got a piece, and then I started, once people see it, they, like, flock to you. So I, I hit a bunch of plurs, not stoned. Everyone was, like, crazy high. We rode the Ferris wheel, and I remember on the way back, I was like, cool, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it to somebody. So I saw these guys sitting down, and I, like, was like boys <laughs> did it and I, I was like lauren i was like you gotta you gotta give this guy your piece she did it he was so sweaty she, you ever seen that scene from fuck what what was it uh like meet the parents or like no the, i don't the, know i don't know what the where, basketball the, scene the basketball yeah, yeah. <laughs> face, the face rubs against the belly <laughs> along came polly yeah i think so yeah. <laughs> So I basically gave her an along Cape Polly. This guy got up and he's like, he's like, no, I really shouldn't do this. And I was like, no, dude, yeah, get in there. And he, he met because he was so sweaty. <laughs> oh my god, I'll never forget that. Sorry, I got sidetracked again. Candy at raves, but you were in the you were in the Toronto rave. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Sorry. Uh, so I saw Oliver Heldens posted that uh, he was going to shoot a music video at the Hoxton and anyone could come. Wow. And I wasn't doing anything that day. So my buddy messaged me asking if we wanted, if we wanted to go with him. And Zed's Dead was part of the music video. And we were standing behind Zed's Dead. And we asked him, hey, do you remember that after party in London? And they Did said, they? oh, and they said, oh, yeah, that was a fucking great time. Was that you guys? Dude, unreal. We're so cool. Yeah, dude. Legends. Legends. It was unreal. It went smoothly as like a passenger. Like I got home from work right as they were playing yeah, and just watched it sober. Actually, everyone was like drunk as fuck. And I, I just enjoyed it because I was, a, I'd seen Zed's Dead. They were the first band DJ group I ever saw at JBRs, JBRs. with 10 people watching them. RIP JBRs. But like imagine seeing Zed's Dead with 10 people watching them at a small bar like that. And I was like, yo, these guys are, these guys slap. And then they became huge yeah got a picture with them told them that story about jbr's way back and they're like yeah like <laughs> like we come a long way well, that's like seeing dj fetty and uh seeps on that's thursdays true. that's true and now he's uh got 400 or 500 million streams uber famous Damn. loud luxury okay 
that was a highlight. But we had some other notable DJs come through. We had wait, we had Krill was here, the the photographer guy. Yeah, crazy crazy stuff with that. Like, ugh, I can't even actually. I don't even want to talk about it. On uh, cool guy though, we talked about it a bit with Schmitz. We had Carnage. We had um, Adventure Club. Yeah. Who who are the guys? I'm missing one. No, Sean Frank. Sean Frank. I, There's I, also the Aoki signature on Aoki, the uh, yeah, yeah. on the DJ booth. And uh, Bloody Beetroots was down there. That was before our time, though. Before our time, but like cool. Yeah, that's a, that is super cool. That's a, that is definitely a highlight. Uh, what else? Uh, what else you got on here? Summer in London with what's that? P- Pervo? What's that say? Oh, Devo. 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 Oh, I was just <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, chicken scratch. Still, chicken scratch. Do you still communicate with Devin then? Uh, I haven't really talked to him in like a year. Yeah. But it's like no hard feelings. No. No. Um, he, he understood. I told him my plan like kind of before I left and he was supportive. Cool. Is he is he into the, the weeds? Uh, No, not really. Huh? Is he, he lives in uh, California? He lives in San Francisco, yeah. He's really? got a, such a nice place. I bet. Like downtown San Francisco. He'd probably let you crash on his couch if you let him know you're in town. Well, Should we fly he, down for a pod? We <laughs> shed. He crashed on your couch. You no, know? one for one. Oh, right. You're right. And he, is, has, <laughs> yeah. he has the, he he has the nicest. <laughs> like his couch is like two single beds attached as an L. <laughs> <laughs> like the comfiest couch to sleep on. Like I spent cool. like a week sleeping on it. <laughs> you spent a week on it? Yeah. Where are you living now? Uh, I know where you're I living. I still now. live in Liberty Village. Liberty Village. Yeah. Cool. Um, are you still with Avery? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was a. Okay. First of all, funny story. He started dating a cheerleader in uh, university, and you know how people that are vegans say they're vegan all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's super I, annoying. That goes the same when you're dating a cheerleader. Like I, I could see how that was annoying too. <laughs> no, it wasn't annoying. It was jokes. It would just be like you like you just see how it come up with new conversations like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my girl. My girlfriend and her friends are coming over or something, and, and you'd be like, "Yeah, they're all cheerleaders." And then they'd be like, "Is your girlfriend a cheerleader?" And you're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Oh, of course. you know, like, like you, like you found so no many, big you deal. You would just be like, "Oh, my girlfriend, who's a cheerleader?" You'd only do that when you're drunk because it was jokes. Yeah. But like in other regular conversation, like at a meeting, just be like, "Like, oh yeah, like I was just out with my girlfriend and her cheerleader friends, and uh, you know, she's a cheerleader, and uh, so <laughs> <laughs> you're still with her. That's great, man. She's great." Thanks. Yeah, she's uh, a she lot smarter to this? than me. Should I say hi? I don't know. Maybe. Do you want to listen to this? Does she know you have a weed business? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, she helps. I guess, all right. She helps. What does yeah. she do for work? Uh, she's a uh, well. Now she's like a app designer, UI UX design. Dude, but that's your Chris right there, my dude. I know, but she's busy. Chris gave it all up for Devo. Yeah, now for her six-month internship. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. Give it all up. Give her back rubs and... She's the breadwinner here. She is. She's supporting you guys. Um, <clears throat> give her back rubs and clean up around the house. You know, the, what? that's that's payment. That stuff's customary. I would... You would do that anyway is what you're saying. Oh, You've, that's a problem. You gave her You gave her too much too soon. <laughs> you couldn't entice her to do a six-month internship for back rubs if you're doing it all the time already. That's how you make a relationship last. I wouldn't know about that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I did a four-year. <laughs> I got, I got, I got chops. How are we doing for time over there? A few let more, me, a few more sig here. stories. Well, now that we have an opportunity, what should we go into? Uh, I, I like a lot of this is just points for myself. Good. 
Good to see others succeeding. Thank you. I hope that was about us. Yeah. Planned. No, it was also about like Joey and Smeets. Okay, and cool. Russell. Whatever. All yeah, right. If I could naturally work that into the conversation. Planned plan to go back once I have an op give, to do something. Oh, you're going to give, give back. back. Yeah. yeah, so you're going to let someone else roll up? Yeah, like I'd like to bring on like a, a SIG who's like in his fourth year in MIT, if that exists. Another unicorn, man. Yeah, I like that. Unicorn. Wow, so yeah, the circle of life, and then you'll start a $27 million business. And dude, I can see it. Yeah. Hopefully. I can see it. Hopefully it's in the stars. Are you ever like are you ever gonna get into do you think actual like production or like like a physical good side of it? Or just like digital I, mean, I, I think I'll probably stick to marketing. That's what I know. So like the the ant thing was a joke. That's just like for, for recreational use. Yeah. Like you guys aren't gonna I mean I have a cousin who's going to school for like agriculture. Well I do they have a weed program in agriculture now? They're starting to offer them, yeah. Guelph has one. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, like an agricultural that, specifically imagine, for cannabis. Imagine that like class group right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're doing weed agriculture at Guelph. Oh, they're going to have a job immediately as soon for as they sure. graduate. But I just mean like the the like everyone just comes into class. You know they've all ripped. like wake and baked. <laughs> like, yeah. <they're> all <laughs> the teacher's fucking ripped. <laughs> You got to be in. I feel you got to be into the product to get into it. Some just uh, enjoy the craft. No, like you don't make a beer and don't drink beer. Yeah, I guess. It's true. And like they're going to agriculture, which is, I think, the physical growing part. I don't know if there's like the the business, business side. I don't think that exists yet. <sighs> so many opportunities. Dude, you, yeah, there's a lot. There is a lot of opportunities. I kind of wish I liked it. Yeah. Joe Rogan talks about it so much. And I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. Like, people love it. Oh, I got a, I got a number here for you. There was $1.5 billion in sales in Canada last quarter. Like, 2018 last quarter. No shit. Yeah. That was just the very first three months of legalization. It's what's going to pay for our health care and retirement, because they've been running out of money. Yeah. Uh, the baby boomers just done effed us <laughs> when they all retired at the same time. <laughs> So the government, I I think the government's taxation of pot is like going to save us. It's been pretty solid. And and from what I know, the people I know that smoke weed, a lot of them are still not even buying government weed yet because the kinks aren't worked out. Yeah. They're also buying from their dealer. It's because they weren't, they weren't ready for the supply. The demand wasn't. He uh, just wasn't they ready. They, yeah. Justin Trudeau's cons an conservative anti-Trudeau. He's just not ready. Have you, have you seen yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I've seen the one the where pot. it's him and Trump. And they're just like zooming in on Trump the whole time, and then they pan over to Trudeau. Really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But like, why not just tell us what you're about instead of bashing Trudeau? I I couldn't give a fuck. Um, but uh, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to pick one one, one more, more thing. thing off this list here. Yeah, there's not much else. Um, I gotta go. So you can uh, close this one. We can close. Yeah, I think I think I handle it. Do dude, are you good to you good to work right now, dude? <laughs> can't get my. You literally took five minutes to put your shoe my on. Sandal. I can't get my sandal on. Yeah, uh, sandals sandals are complex. Uh, uh, but anyways, anything to say to Cody? No, to Cody, the listeners, keep it up. Thank um, you. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me. And I'll chat later. Chat later. All right, have a good shift. Thanks, dude. Yeah, man, Cody, this is actually us catching up after a long time of not seeing you. Yeah, I haven't seen you since, like, Mark's wedding, I think. That was a good rep. Yeah. Yeah, Mark's wedding, <clears throat> was that a year or two years ago? I think it was... A year ago? A year ago. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, do you hear we Mark on Mark's podcast? I heard a little bit of it, yeah. Have you? Uh, yeah. Has he had you on yet? 
No. Dude, go on it. He's got the full... Like, you think this is fun? We're sitting at like my dining room table. He's got yeah. the Sportsnet studio. Does he always do it there? I don't know. I don't think so. You think, think he just he, turned he it just, up for us? Yeah, I think he just pulled out all the stops for what you do guys. You think he, does he normally just do them in his basement? Like? I think so. <laughs> or he does his podcasts with like other guys who work at different stations. Okay. Like his buddy works at, uh, I think, TSN. Oh, I got you. No, he he did a good job though. So yeah, cool. He pulled out the... Uh, little studio for us his are fun uh, but you you said you do webcast i used to do webinars webinars what's yeah. the difference so webinars are just like i guess it's probably the same thing what's a webcast no idea dude a webinar <laughs> is just like you go through like a, a slide deck and you talk over it these were mostly just and like this was for turnstile yeah uh, it was for yelp actually it was one of oh, my okay. big ideas for yelp i remember the first one i did it was just like a how to um, do email marketing for businesses, small businesses. It's something a lot of businesses are trying to like start doing right now. Okay. And uh, a few thousand people attended and nice. there's like $70,000 of business closed from it. You know shit. Yeah. Did they, they didn't want you to leave, eh? Uh, well, I mean, they ended up hiring somebody uh, senior to me and then we didn't get along. Oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you, you just like... You're really low key, but you have a lot of remarkable things that, like, you didn't even say that in this whole thing. You didn't flex on it like the girlfriend cheerleader thing. That's impressive. The turnstile thing's impressive. And, like, that's why I kind of have no doubt that you're going to fire this up because you just, you're too kind of persistent and you don't have those, like, inhibitions to stop you from using that persistence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, cool. We'll, we'll check in. Uh, but the, what I did want to say before you leave is I wanted to chat about your days as the rink master okay. at uh, our fraternity because I don't think you guys understand how cool this was, but picture at your university house um, in the wintertime, we have a big backyard, a guy that lives at that house sets up a full, what were the dimensions? It was like 60 by 30. That's huge. 60 by 30 board, uh, rink surface with boards around it about one or two feet high, plywood, with nets at either end so you could wire shots as hard as you wanted. The nets went up high enough. Lights, so it was lit in the wintertime. Benches on the one side and would water it every day. Uh, and we had a shinny rink for two full years. Yeah. Like big fucking props to you. How fun was that? Oh, it was the most fun. It was probably the most work I've ever put into <laughs> one thing. <laughs> were you in school then? One year you were and one year you were... One year I was in school and one year I wasn't. But the year I was in school, like I was taking the biggest bird courses. Like it was my fourth year. Yeah, yeah. I could take like pretty much in all... writing, dude. Yeah. Like just send some text messages, A plus, right? Like I hardly went to class. <laughs> Who did? Who did though? Yeah. But uh, I probably put in like easily... 80 hours of work each year on that thing that's not that bad but like that's a lot more than anyone else put in yeah and people enjoy the fuck out of it. my hands my hands have never been better well i mean that's why i did it because like i wasn't that good at hockey i did didn't it make you a good hockey player oh, it made me a way better hockey player you playing you playing rec league yeah i'm playing uh, beer leagues now I play ashl in the winter time and then carha in the summer okay no i'm not in the same ones i'm in uh buckingham and true north Hockey. One's at Ranks, one's at Scotiapon. Okay. These are both in Etobicoke. Uh, buddy, why? Because it's, it's home. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, are you allowed to keep your gear at the apartment or? Uh, yeah, because my roommate's a hockey player too. Oh, no shit. You guys just stink it up in there, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Have I met your roommate? Uh, no. Uh, we work together turnstile. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, is it, it's not the same one. The same uh, spot. 
Yeah, same spot. Oh shit. Cool. He's moving out though in a few uh a few months though, so I gotta find a replacement. You guys never had any squabbles? No. He's moving out in a few months? Yeah, he's What's moving in with his girlfriend. When? Uh July first. Okay, I may have a guy that could be ready August. We'll chat. Okay. But I need July first and I have two people interested actually. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I forgot. You you move uh, You haven't seen the place, but it's fucking beautiful. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well okay dude, is it like the cheerleader girlfriend of no. places? I won't be humble about this one, but yeah, it's pretty nice. So things are going well. We have a lot more to catch up on. Yeah. This is we post, gotta keep these to about an hour. Yeah. But should we uh, end on like uh final thoughts? Yeah, dude, I want your final thoughts. All right. Final thoughts are just like uh persistency has definitely been key. Um and then try and learn as much as possible has always been my kind of mantra. Like, what's uh, what's the SIG phrase about it? A student of... Uh, Fairability? Fairability, yeah. That's been, like, the one thing I've always kind of tried to hold true to is that, like, any it opportunity... It was, like, lifelong learning, wasn't it? Lifelong that learning, it. that's like, yeah, it. Yeah, student of fairability is, like... Yeah, yeah. Ah, no, lifelong, lifelong learning. learning. It's always... Because, I mean, I think we only have a few more years of, like, really good... Uh, adaptability yeah for we ability before we hit the wrong side of 30 and then uh, <laughs> and you just start to it's downhill from there so I'm impressed with you man I'm proud of you uh, how do people link and follow like all this stuff you got going on now uh, yeah so check us out on AdCan for sure I'd say that's where like most of my uh, lifeblood's gonna be going into so we're on Instagram uh, adcan.ca is the website Okay. So just like advertising cannabis. Yeah. That was a great name. So it could be also advertising Canada or advertising like cans of all sizes and shapes. So you're really flexible. You're set up for success. That's funny. Yeah. Add can with the, like a can has already been brought up to me. Has it? <laughs> yeah. Canada too? Not the Canada. That's the first time I've heard Add that Canada. one. It's like the stats can. But we're also mostly about Canada. So I feel it, like it goes that, both ways. That's what the double N is for like can. And then the other N is like for the other thing cannabis, cannabis yeah. yeah two ends because it can go two directions exactly the end should be below it we should uh <laughs> Dude, we I'm should link up and do uh a brainstorming session some partnerships if you give me more of this herb i might i might start yeah i'll leave i'll leave you guys <laughs> no i'm just kidding believe <laughs> not i just i don't do well with it man i've never uh just when i had nothing to do in school yeah i think it was cool like just something like i had no inhibitions no nothing when i do it in the city, and I've only done it maybe once or twice since I've lived in Toronto, coming back, the stress of, of everything going on around me yeah. it gets magnified. Yeah, well, and it's all I, about, it's like, yeah, the state of mind you're currently in. You, I, got, I would have to shoot up north or something. Yeah. But I, I, again, people talk so like good of it that there's gotta be something there, and I wish I was like one of those guys that could enjoy it like people enjoy wine, Yeah. but it just doesn't do that. Maybe one day. <laughs> one day. Maybe Just one like, day. I mean, did you like wine when you first tried it? No. Yeah. Acquired taste. But exactly. like, it'd be weird if I used to chug wine in uni and then all of a sudden now don't appreciate wine. That's true. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make yeah. sense. But thanks for coming on. Let's catch up. Let's get a beer. You've talked about like... Uh, doing some sports activities in the park. I know you're a big fan of rec sports. Yeah. Let's just, man, you're, we're both downtown now. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been a shame. Let's rip some spike ball. Oh, Speaking my language, man. I have one. We were in a league. Oh, yeah? Okay, and we, anyway, we're doing... We're just catching up on air. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Cody Hicks. We call him Chicks for short. Uh, check his stuff out if you're into the cannabis culture. And if you want any advice or you want to hear about how he did specific things, reach out, man. It's really cool what he's been able to do for himself with 
uh, an MIT, MIT English degree, which a lot of people complain about the lack of jobs available. Yeah. You found them. You just targeted them. You've gone for two jobs and got them. It's just about having that, uh, that accuracy of finding your niche. That's a good word. Accuracy, man. Um, so cheers. And we'll, do you know what I say now? See you next. No, what do you Tuesday. Say? Tuesday. <laughs> See you later.